Welcome to Party Party Yeah, the show that brings you all BTS-related news, information, discussion topics, and more every Wednesday at 7 p.m. I'm Mariah. I'm Tola. I'm Taylor. And today, we're going to be talking about Jungkook's golden promotions and appearances on shows like Jimmy Fallon, Schwitzertab, The Today Show, and more. His surprise Times Square performance and other bits of BTS-related news in our new segment titled, Could You Please Silence Your Cell Phone? We'll also be introducing two additional segments titled, You Know BTS and Mic Drop. Thanks for joining today's episode and stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We would like to thank you for returning for another episode of Party Party Yeah! Podcast. (laughs) We are going to introduce a fun game that many of you may be familiar with and others may not. This segment is called Mic Drop. A moment where we would take two completely different BTS songs and determine which one we would personally like to save and which one is unfortunately getting dropped. Please note, these are our personal opinions, and although it's undeniable that BTS makes great music, some songs may not hold equal standing to their album counterparts, at least in our opinion, and that's okay. We want to use this segment to introduce our music, tastes, and preferences to our listeners. Before we start, how are you guys feeling? Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Ready? All right, the rules for Say One, Drop One. I'm going to name two songs, and you have five seconds to decide which one to save and which one to drop. Easy enough. Okay. All right. The first one up is Fire versus Dope. Dope for me. Fire. Yeah, that's dope. So we're saving. We're The one we're saying is the one we're saving? Yep. Okay, so yeah, fire. Yes, for sure. It, it's dope for me. So I'm going to say dope because, like I said, when I got into BTS, it was probably like the tail end of 2015 or tail end of 2014, beginning of 2015. And dope was like my first time seeing them, like, let's go, like, hype. And I was like, ooh, okay, like, what am I getting into? It was kind of like that ushering, that eye opening revelation of what potential the boys had in terms of choreography videography flair that makes sense so I think with fire for me it's like one of those upbeat songs that I first initially heard it was like fire not today and um DNA I think those are the three that I've initially heard when I started you know with BTS and then plus seeing it in like live concerts and stuff like that too the choreography is just so dope and then sugar mm-hmm. at the beginning just icing on the cake like he didn't he didn't have to finish the song mm-hmm. his first sentence his first word <laughs> just kills it just it's just so good i agree i think we have the same feelings but for different songs essentially yeah, hey what's one. yours i would have to go this one was really hard even creating it i would have to keep fire okay as well and also seeing it in concert was so good too so like having that as well makes it a good a good song a good memory i will say in dope's defense that saxophone had me in a (laughs) chokehold i'm still not out of it so that's where i am (laughs) i will say for dope too like i I know going back to that one but um i know like jungkook's solo part in that song is like really good too so it's a very hard Mm -hmm. Mm okay let's do the next one all right, for the next one, it's going to be No versus Danger. No, every of that, y'all, I already told you about no. Don't ask me no questions like that. Don't get me wrong, Danger hits, but yeah. I already told y'all how I felt about no. Yeah. Oh my no, God. Good. That's that a, an OG song, might I say? Right. Everybody say no. <laughs> I agree so completely. So I, would, I would definitely say no as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Blood, Sweat, and Tears versus Fake Love. Oh, it's going to be Blood, Sweat, and Tears for me. I think the aesthetic, the the costume designers, everybody's rent was due in Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Fake <laughs> Love, it was due, but it wasn't like, yeah, I feel like it, it, there must have been like a recession or something. Like I just feel like everybody was working extra time in Blood, Sweat, and Tears. That's so hard. 
that's really hard it's hard but his blood sweat i'm just looking at the silky outfits i'm looking at the fluid movements the choreography the storytelling that was blood sweat and tears fake love had a story but was it telling a story like bst but you know the one that i would play the most even though blood sweat and tears i think is iconic just iconic in a way of i think it put them on the map over here in the western area like more but fake love i would play in my car on repeat i don't think i would do that with blood sweat and tears so i'm gonna say fake love okay yeah and i have to go fake love i and as i said in our last episode it is my number one bts song so i have to save it <laughs> i feel it i remember wings was a part of my era yeah so yeah makes sense it, that's hard to it's hard mm. that was a good one that was really good yeah well, a counterpart to that is okay if you did fake love versus black swan black swan black swan yeah <laughs> i love your fake love but <laughs> black swan hits different i it feel does. like taylor did you do one that was blood sweat i'm just asking out of curiosity blood sweat and tears versus black swan because i feel like that's extremely difficult black i'm just swan. curious to know because you know we've done those little combinations so how would y'all like Mm, that's hard black swan probably though because black swan is top five favorite bts songs so yeah yeah i would definitely say black swan still too because yeah like i said it goes fake love and then black swan so for me i think i'm still saying like blood sweat and tears for me yeah it's 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 so hard hard. (laughs) it is hard i think black swan for me is because i really enjoyed like the different type of choreography for that one it wasn't like Mm -hmm. It wasn't their nat- like natural energetic choreography. It was more like lyrical. In a but way. I, that's that's what Blood, Sweat, Tears gives me. You have I, to see yeah. like the, the similarities. Black Swan and BST yeah. are very similar. And you know, and I think if I would have came in the era, like in during Wings, it might be Blood, Sweat, and Tears for me. But I've just listened to Black Swan more too. So much more. No, I feel it. That seven album also mm-hmm. has me in the chokehold. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah that's hard <laughs> these are good Tay. yeah um all right my next one is on versus not today not today oh <laughs> oh this is hard and you have okay. to preference on not this with featuring what's her face just no, I'm not. When it's not featuring C. I'm sorry to anybody that yeah, likes no. that version, but I don't. Trash. When you say on, when you say on, it's on by BTS. Period. Yes. Right. Okay. Just, just on. Uh, oh, that's still difficult. Not today was. Who I remember the first time I waited for that music video to come out, and I saw Namjoon walk. Now I was like, it, he walking like them. I feel like that's RM. It might be not today for me. On was nice, but I don't know if it renders the same emotions. Yeah. Not today is in my top five, so I can't I can't leave that one behind. Has to be that one. On is really good though. And I think on like on is a song that I can play to my non-K-poppers, like my mm-hmm. family or f- friends who don't listen to K-pop, and they're like, oh, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's where on stands um so it's still a great song but for sure not today yeah okay let's keep going get through these all right dna versus idol idol idol. period period i agree i agree no justification needed (laughs) i feel like it's idol yeah yeah all right mic drop versus we are bulletproof part two Ooh, my job for me. Yeah. My job. Our our segment name. <laughs> I, know. I was like, I have to be included. <laughs> um, I need you versus run. run. I need you. What? Uh, y'all know run is uh, I don't know. I just feel like there was something about them running through them fields forever that just really resonated with me personally. I really don't know. It's just running for me. Okay. I think I need you. I don't know. I just like that song. Run is good. Like run is like run is just 
it's there but I yeah. need you makes you want to belt like I need you like yeah I agree that's you all y'all don't want to say do. run 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 and then do the <clears throat> I know y'all know exactly what I did because that's how good the song is so don't play with me it's, it's actually it is like a staple song too like mm-hmm. I think every army knows run bts and then they named everything like they did after that run bts so i think it's hard to because they're literally from the same era and they feed like right into each other yeah so if we could take them as one song i would do that but if not it's it's run for me yeah all right how about spring day versus life goes on spring day for me spring day yeah yeah a more sentimental value came in with spring day but i do love the message of life goes on yeah agreed all right um truth untold versus zero o'clock truth Truth untold untold. oh you hear that vocal stop (laughs) don't play with that vocal line right and Mm -hmm. if i had to if we had to rank oh maybe we should do this like I don't know next podcast so listeners if you guys want to hear our vocal line rankings like top five vocal line songs and top five rap line songs mm-hmm. let us know yes. yeah yeah that's a good idea but hands down truth untold one of the best vocal line songs oh yes yeah I have to agree that one was like one of the first ones that I heard um my first BTS songs in general that I had heard and it was definitely like one that was like oh I like this and kind of definitely branched me out to keep listening to more songs so yeah I think that's one of the songs that made me emotional that Mm -hmm. and House of Cards but like yeah it just yeah it made me actually emotional where I'm like ooh, I need to like it was that song on replay where you know you find yourself just going back and back and back Mm -hmm. and back it was that that's what truth untold was yeah I'd be trying to sing truth untold not even knowing the lyrics but my heart (laughs) will still sing it that's how good it is exactly right yeah how about ug versus dang uh what uh playlist i created a playlist around ug and my apple music and it says if you are hearing this playlist it's too late i'm already mad (laughs) (laughs) okay but dang (laughs) like rm's verse only and dang, like I would just listen to that over and over. He ate. He did. Like, oh, poetic. And then just hearing like the explanation of like the different versions of like the um of the word and how they use it like different times. It's the same word. They use it different ways. Like, mm-hmm. so good. I feel that. I feel like for me, UG was a pure stress relief song. It said it is okay to vent out and get out these emotions because people are going to get on your nerves mm-hmm. and you just got to let it out. Don't hold that in. Let it go. Very true. What about you, Tay? Uh, this one was hard. Um, I think I'd have to go with Dang as well. I really yeah. like that one. Feel it. Feel it. I feel it. Both great songs. Mm-hmm. All right. How about Magic Shop versus Microcosmos? Magic shop because it's all playing in my head right now. That melody came in smooth. Yeah, magic shop hands down. Now, if you did like magic shop versus make it right, we have a different story. Mm. Okay, what would you choose with that? Magic make shop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'd still go with magic shop. Right. Yeah. I don't know why I entertained it. I was like, ooh. you're like, oh, good question. Magic. <laughs> It's like a good pairing as well, but yes, magic stop, but still went out for me. <laughs> yeah, make it right for sure for me. I love that song. All right, how about just one day versus like just one day? That's hard. I'd have to go with just one day because they're both from the last podcast. I don't know if you guys remember, I said like and just one day are in my, like my top 10. I think I said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I think just one day will would be like for sure i think that's one of those staple like iconic like they yeah. tap their r&b bags mm-hmm. in just one day and i i was appreciative of that all right how about let's do some solo ones singularity versus serendipity thank you mm-hmm. no it's singularity. Serendipity. yeah i'd have to go with ser- serendipity as well 
this awkward is singularity for me. <laughs> singularity is good. I think if we had to put up both of Tay's solos, I think singularity would win for me. But Jim and Serendipity and then Tay's singularity, I think Serendipity would win for me. See, Tay is low-key, like, he his vocals have a special place in my heart because I just I love hearing him sing yeah so, it's, good. Uh, it's yeah that, that's where I am okay epiphany versus euphoria epiphany. euphoria I'd have to go with euphoria yeah you I could see that for you. but epiphany is really good too so I had a hard time picking with between these two for sure yeah epiphany is my top five so can't let that go Tiffany is why I fell in love with BTS like that song I've cried to that song so many times and I'm thinking about getting a tattoo of the like the rose just because of that song Ooh. Mm-hmm. just a couple left ego versus persona Ooh, ego ego yeah it's it's big ego over here yeah I'm thinking I'm sorry I, I am <laughs> the wheels are turning <laughs> And you know what? I feel like my instinct was to say ego, but if I think about it... Persona had a good message, but I think I would play ego multiple times in my car. I, I agree with that, actually. I can mm-hmm. agree with that. Yeah, I, yeah I'm going to I'm gonna say Persona, though, actually. I listened to that one more than ego. So, mm-hmm. But I feel like you can bump them both in the car, and maybe it's just because like, my head keeps hearing RM say Persona. Yeah. So I feel like now yeah. it's trying to like pull me in. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it with ego. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be true to my first instinct. All right. But that's hard. That's definitely a hard one. It is. Yes. All right. How about lie versus shadow? Oh, you just causing stress. Mm, that's hard. Shadow. I. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd have to go with Shadow too. That one, that song really like um really got to me when I first heard it. But I mean Lie is iconic though too. So it was very hard to pick between those two. Yeah, Lie is good too. I, I like hearing like Jimin's voice in Lie. I think mm-hmm. it's it's Chef's Kiss in Lie, but gotta stick stick with my sugar bear. Sugar booger. All right. My time versus filter. Mm. Maybe filter. I was listening to that the other day actually. I would choose my time only because, and I keep saying this with Taylor when we have like our side conversations. Mm-hmm. I think if Cookie stays in that my time direction, he would be like the best Justin Timberlake. I think my time is like the genre that Jungkook, like he thrives in. Yeah. So it's like a little bit of R&B, a little bit of pop. It's it's a Justin Timberlake essence, and I think if he stays there, it would be so good. I don't. I feel like Jimin's really pulling me though towards filter. I understand and I hear everything you're saying, and yes, but it's still filter for me. Yeah, filter was good. Right, attack on Bangtang versus Boys with Fun. Ooh, Ooh, it's gonna be Attack on Bangtang with me. You know, I love my OG BTS music right yeah. there. I would say that's fun. It's fun from the beginning to the end. You're going to have a good time with that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I Attack on Bang Tang as well. All right. Uh, my City versus Home. Home. Hands down. Home. Home is the best BTS song. Period. Okay. That's a very strong. Mic drop. <laughs> oh, she invoked the mic drop. Ma'am. <laughs> Okay, uh, we know what's, what's in your top 10 and now we yeah. see which number one. Keep that keep that personal <laughs> comment over there. <laughs> home for sure. Yeah, okay. definitely agree with home, but don't know if I, I would say it's the best this. one. Right, right, I can agree. But I agree with situation. home being over. over <laughs> don't home. be hating on <laughs> your love, your love, your love. Oh, so good. And for the last one, No More Dream versus We Are Bulletproof Part 2. Ooh, ooh, Taylor, don't do that. Uh, let's say we are bulletproof. Even though it's a questionable music video, <laughs> and I say that because <laughs> the fashion was a little bit of everywhere. 
there's just something about the way that it all came together that just amplified the song on its own. And it was just given some like raw, like hip hop vibe. I It was the beat. Maybe it was the beat that was coming to me. And No More Dream, it's not going to lie. But We Are Bulletproof, I think that's where I'm going to stay. I agree. I would say We Are Bulletproof. Even though No More Dream, it just has its iconic moment because it's like the first song mm-hmm. that they debuted with. But yeah, we are we are bulletproof. Eats more like you. Be I mean, like, No More Dream. Will we get <laughs> some some cookie wraps? But yeah, I feel like we get cookie wraps in both of them actually. Yeah, I think everybody is rapping in that first mm-hmm. album. Like everyone <laughs> takes a <Yeah. laughs> They said yeah. y'all all rappers. I don't care. <laughs> oh, you you sing? No, you rapping today? Right. And you know, B was probably like, all right, bet. <laughs> right. <laughs> he wishes so bad he could be on rap line. <laughs> that wraps up this segment. If there was a song mashup you really wanted to hear our opinions of, make sure to follow us on social media via Instagram or Twitter at PPY underscore podcast. Let us know what mashups you would like to be featured in the next mic drop segment. Now we're going to move on to another new segment of the podcast, one you will be seeing on a regular basis. This new segment is called, Could You Please Silence Your Cell Phone? A segment where we cover the who, what, where, when, and why of all BTS-related news, promotions, and media content that occurred in the past week. All we ask is that you grab a snack, sit back, relax, and silence your cell phone. Allow us to tell you what's been going on in the realm of BTS. So with Jungkook's new debut album, there's a lot of news that is going to be Jungkook oriented. So I guess we can start by discussing his Jimmy Fallon appearance. What were you guys' thoughts on that? Were there any funny moments or standout um, events? I know we did get some good news in that realm where um, Jimmy revealed to Cookie that his song Seven went platinum in the US, so. Yes, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well deserved, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's a very. It was everywhere. TikTok, Instagram, yeah. literally YouTube. The song was playing. I wonder. I don't know, but I'm wondering if it was attached to like any commercials too, because I feel like commercials would have jumped on that song, especially during the summertime. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they noticed. But... Add it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. But yeah, Jimmy so... Fallon, hilarious. Um, I like how they all. Jimmy Fallon too like yes consistent and I know there was some like I don't know controversy with like the whole Jimmy Fallon and um the other guy the late night show or whatever the late late night show oh I had yeah 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 but um yeah I think Jimmy Fallon welcomes them um and does just a really good job like not going into the group as a whole but focusing on his moment you know like yeah gonna talk about you know, bts when you're you know talking about any member but just focusing on the artist and his moment i think he did a good job of that so. i i agree i did enjoy seeing him on jimmy i thought it was a very genuine reaction even him getting him some new york pizza to mm-hmm. make sure the boy was able to get his taste in since he he likes or enjoys not cold pizza with that was actually i i agree with him on that yeah pizza is a little it's a no-go for me but it was fun I also did enjoy just like the wholesome moments of him trying to teach Jimmy dance moves right out of dance her standing next to you that was that was hysterical yeah it was so cute (laughs) Jimmy's just so funny too (laughs) yeah no that's a great I think those are great personalities to come together and he also revealed too that um you know, Seven was the fastest song, or he he broke, I'm sorry, Jungkook broke the record for fastest songs to make um 1 billion streams. I believe it was on, was it on Spotify or was it just in general? I don't know if y'all can I've, I'm clarify for that, sure. but 
I was just like, it was, it was nice to see him really just listing off his accomplishments. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. And I don't, I may be mixing uh, interviews and we may talk about this later too, but at one point through whatever we talk about, Cookie talked about the fact that um, he doesn't necessarily look at it like I, I'm doing like all of these things as in like gold medals or achievements to hang over people's head but rather he's like looking forward to like better himself and better what he does yeah I remember him talking about that in the um the apple music yeah Um, I was gonna say I think that was from the apple music I but yeah okay yeah so we'll we'll get into that later then but I I think we can see that resonate through each of the things that you know he's been doing in the past week he's kept that true to himself mm-hmm. yeah definitely. and I really was so proud of him and his English like he was really trying to do that interview mostly in English you could tell mm-hmm. yeah I agree yeah. I agree. he's always so cute because he's like usually like my English not so good but he will definitely he try. try so cute yeah, yeah. Okay, so I feel like then, since we kind of alluded to the iTunes interview, we I can... Did have, well, sorry, I did have oh, one more thing I wanted to add, back to the Jimmy Fallon yeah, thing, sorry. which I thought was just really cute, um, was that Jimmy outed him on Weverse for him falling asleep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, 45-minute nap, and the people were happy for him, and he, yes. he said, I think Army were happy I was able to sleep. <laughs> so funny that though I actually was watching him when he streamed this like when he was on (laughs) that like and he was he came on saying like it was like super early in the morning and he was like yeah I just can't sleep I can't get comfortable and then he literally just like closed his eyes at one point and fell asleep and everyone on the chat was like is he asleep is he asleep it was just so funny because yeah like I I stopped kind of watching once he fell asleep because I felt kind of weird about watching him while he was right. sleeping so but I had it on the on like next to me um and I just like because I was curious to see, I was like okay I'm really curious to see how long it takes before this gets like shut off so I just like left it on next to me to see and yeah it was like the 45 minutes later thing it was so funny yeah I think so, like they said that six million people watched him sleep yeah it was definitely yeah wild I feel I like part of me feels like some of them were like okay well, if they see he's technically still working, then they'll allow him to continue sleeping mm-hmm. because he's doing essentially what he came on there to do, which was stream and, you know, yeah. be army and talk to people. Granted, yeah. the talking probably wasn't happening, but. Yes. And I, so think I don't know how, was... how I feel about like Jimmy, like outing weverse now because now like other people are going to come find this but this uh well the thing with weverse is i feel like it's it's opening more and more as it's letting in more and more groups from different agencies which is great for the platform in general so people are bound to flock to weverse regardless you know it's it's growing and it's was i feel like it was meant to grow yeah and i think it was funny too because the way he was talking about it seemed like it was like intentional like he was saying how he wanted army to see something different i believe mm-hmm. the same so like the fact that it was intentional is even more hilarious to me yes and i think that kind of bleeds into the fact that and i think this might also be from the itunes interview but he talked about how there is no separation between his personality when he mm-hmm. is idol cookie and when he's himself like it's all the same person so this yeah. is him literally showing us his true authentic self like hey guys this is me right I'm a napper yes it, it is what it is no shame and all at all no so, shame yeah. at all because you're only human and that boy works a lot so mm-hmm. I don't think anybody ever halted him for a 45 minute nap all right so does anyone else have anything to add in terms of the Jimmy Fallon um interview and the standing next to you performance Overall, I thought everything was good. It was a, it was a great interview. Yeah, yeah. Great I like interview. how he put the microphone down and like killed it, and then just picked it <laughs> back like, up. It was like very like strategically like put it down in front of him. It just gave me like one second. Let me uh, let me kill it real quick, and then let uh, me let me cook. Right. <laughs> let me eat, eat this part up, and then I'll be back. Yeah. This past week, Cookie also did an interview on iTunes. Um. 
in this interview, he talked about Golden and just, I guess, dove a little bit deeper into himself and what went into this album in general. So this was the Zane Lowe show on Apple Music. So if you have it, definitely go listen to the full interview. It's very insightful. I feel like it's heartwarming and it was just a chance for Jungkook to tell us about him. It kind of, for me, felt like it was a history podcast. And I am a history podcast girly. The way that they structured this interview it, it felt like, you know, you got like the preamble, the opening of it where, yeah. you know, you, you get his childhood, you see a young cookie playing and whatever, you know, it, yeah. that that was the aura that it was giving. And I do like how he started off asking about, you know, his his younger years and how he kind of mm-hmm. got up to the point of Colton rather than just jumping right into it, because I do feel like it's important to understand his past to understand Mm -hmm. one where the name golden comes from and how he's kind of using that to show hey it's me I'm still your golden machine I'm doing all these great things you know yeah I totally agree I think this interview was one of the best interviews I've seen in a while I feel like the questions you were asking were very like genuine intimate not like your typical questions that he gets probably every single time he interviews mm-hmm. were, like I've learned like you know a few a few things watching that interview so I, I thought it was very very good um he was very relaxed with him and like it, it just showed like a different side I think of what an interview could be um it just seemed very like relaxed so I enjoyed it a lot agree 100 percent yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was definitely yeah, very insightful. Like, I like all the questions that he asked. And yeah, I agree. Like, I think Jungkook is like very comfortable in the interview. And yeah, I didn't think any of the questions seemed inappropriate or weird. Or So yeah, I think it, it was very good. And I also think the interviewer genuinely wanted to know the answers mm-hmm. to this. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. like he was asking on our behalf, which I know he was, because that's that's his job but the way that the delivery was it was it was a genuine curiosity I want Mm -hmm. to know about this person that I'm interviewing and I want to know why so many people are so supportive of this artist what makes them that good I think the only critique that I wrote about the whole interview was that I wish standing next to you was the opening song I'm tired of 3D I told y'all 3D is not for me it's not <laughs> it was it was on the bottom of my list and yeah. the way that I'm thinking about it Jack Harlow and his negotiators and his contractors they probably smart they were probably like hey if we're gonna be on this song whenever you're doing promotions we need you to play this song right. 10 <laughs> 15 true. times out of the 30 40 promotions that you do that's why I think I've been hearing 3d so much that that's just it so that that was my only critique I would have preferred standing next to you to be the opening because I feel like it really would have set the tone and I feel like personally standing next to you may be Cookie and the rest of BTS's favorite song so you know just go ahead and blast that on every speaker that was my only critique (laughs) I didn't really have any critiques but the the question that I really enjoyed hearing about and I I wish he would have went more into it or maybe he just decided not to even talk about it because it's just like irrelevant. But when the interviewer interviewer asked about like him changing his his lyrics, like the explicit version of Seven, and like mm-hmm. what he thought about kind of the the controversy around it, and I love how Cookie was just like, like I'm growing, like <laughs> that's just how it naturally is. Like I'm naturally coming into this new version of me and he was basically saying like I don't care what people think about it so I think that was a very um controversial question to ask but he did it in such a good like way so I think he also got like a very controversial response to that song because I know there was a lot of armies who were like either loved it or hate it you know for what it was so it definitely was a good way to get like Jungkook's own opinion on like 
right. doing the song exactly. and why he did it that way. Exactly. My thing is, and this just goes for idols in general, they are human beings that are aging. We right. cannot expect them to act like innocent, pure, right. children forever because they are adults. Half of them older than us. Bro, yeah. They're either our age or older than us. Right. Or a year or two younger than us. And granted, I do understand there are some, which, you know, this is another thing for me. Some are starting young. A little concerning, I understand, but that's not the issue here. The thing is, we cannot trap them in a box forever because that is how you stunt people's artistic ability to or artistic growth ability or however you phrase that you stunt their growth when you try to trap them right and I think um I don't know if he went on a live or what this was but I think an army asked him on during a live stream like why did he have the explicit version and he's like Mm -hmm. why is that nasty like why is talking about that nasty to you it's natural Mm -hmm. like he was explaining it was very it was well spoken Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I really enjoyed the iTunes interview for sure. Yeah, I did too. Another thing that I really did like about it was when the interviewer asked him, at, at what point did you feel motivated and secure in what you were doing? And of course, he threw out my favorite era, most beautiful moment in life. Yeah. He said, that was it. Like, that is when I knew and I read, and I feel like. To be honest, that is when they started to gain a lot of traction within mm-hmm. Korea. I will not, I, I won't say at that point it was international because I feel like the era after that was when they hit that international platform. Mm-hmm. But they were starting to blow up with that era. And I feel like they were recognizing, because they put their heart and soul in that. They yeah. were recognizing what musical and artistic power they truly had. Yeah. And that has to be a very like reassuring feeling. And he was also talking about how he wasn't really like into music until he was past his like debut. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting too. I'm like, you naturally think like people who are music artists should be into music, right? But he's like, he didn't really, he wasn't really into it until he was like debuted and, you know, started producing albums. So yeah. I thought that was cool to hear. And another question I thought was awesome um he just had some really good questions mm-hmm. what like memories he had as child as a child and junk oh yeah I don't Sorry. really have any memories <laughs> which is like you can think about it like he started so young like most of our memories you know develop that we actually like you know um remember and stuff like that um when we're in that like eight nine ten we actually start remembering what happened yeah. previously but he started as a trainee what like 13 so you can imagine like so the reason I giggled a little bit too is because one when the interviewer asked him and kind of had his line of questioning about that he was talking about it's hard to like go back and watch those videos because he'll like cringe it he doesn't want to cringe it himself you know some like looking back but then this past week and a lot of the interviews and even in session talk I probably said that so wrong I'm sorry but they were playing old videos <laughs> and I'm like right. this man is being forced to relive the thing that he literally right. just he does not want to do and I thought it was so funny but yeah. at the same time it was a nice little look back yeah okay. I also really liked he asked like what like what he was most proud of mm-hmm. and in that like he went on to talk about um that like he had the all the stuff that he had accomplished like with BTS and he had also said that, that in a lot of like his accomplishments or a lot of things that he does, like he thinks about ARMY and um, what he wants to do together with ARMY. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was like a great, great response to that question. Yeah. I agree. Another thing, sorry, that I just thought of too is how when he asked him about, you know, his dynamic with the other members, because I feel like it was important towards golden at least and asking for like input and whatnot and where that inspiration comes from he revealed actually that like a lot of the vocal lines look to the rap line because they were they look like so insured and releasing their their music they'd be doing something immediately they'd go and they'd start working on their songs or their singles or 
whatever yeah. they were doing and that really like inspired him himself to start doing that and adopting that as well mm-hmm. yeah okay so now we're going to move on to talk about his Times square performance uh, i thought that was great i thought it was a very nice um, performance I think it was a nice a nice gift to fans and it was also it put me in another like a secondary fangirl mode so you know I'm already there to celebrate Jungkook right but mm. at the same time I'm looking and I'm looking at these backup dancers and I'm like now why do y'all look familiar mm. only to find out some of those dancers were contestants on America's Best Dance Crew with most wanted crew and I used to love them like watch their videos go follow them on YouTube I was watching America's Best Dance Crew for them so to see them dancing as his backup dancers and even in the standing next to you video I don't know why I was never putting two and two together but Brian Puspos and Ian Eastwood I see y'all and I love the fact that all my my little multiverses are colliding my little fangirl multiverse. I didn't know that. I didn't. I, didn't, I remember watching that show back in the day too. It was a nice little, a genuine, sweet little treat. But yeah. back to him, at least. I mean, everybody was. They were doing it. He was. He was serving his live vocals, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah. He was dancing. He, they. Everybody was falling in line. I mm-hmm. thought that the um, outfits were on point. Honestly, I have no qualms. I thought it was good. Yeah, Yeah. it was really good. I also like that he did um, Yes or No, that he performed that one. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, obviously, like, the other ones were very, like, you know, standing next to you, 3D, please don't Mm -hmm. change it to seven. Like, those were all, like, kind of a given, but that was just another good one that he threw out there from his album. So I like to hear that. I wouldn't be mad if he performed it with Ed. I just want to see what it would sound like. It has to happen. There's just, like, it has to happen. So... I'm looking forward to it. It, It's going to happen. I'm predicting it. Yes. I did just want to add too. I thought it was like just really interesting that that they basically gave Army like 30 minutes notice on Twitter saying like, hey, um, you in Times Square. Square." (laughs) (laughs) So everyone, so I'm sure Army was like scrambling to be like, we know they showed up. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, how do I get to Times Square in 30 minutes? (laughs) Right. In full force. Yes. Ooh, I know traffic was mad that day. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) I am sure. All right. Okay. And then the last thing that we're going to talk about is Jungkook's appearance on Suga's YouTube show, Sushi Club. So I actually did enjoy that as well. Um, I thought, first of all, anytime B show up to the party, (laughs) it's going to be a party for me. Okay. Right. The boy understood the assignment because I knew he knew what he was doing. He just came there to eat. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he cracked <laughs> cracked me up. Literally, just the whole interview, he's just in the background eating. Right. <laughs> that food like, looked good up, too. It did look good, but I thought they set the atmosphere, and I mean, Sugar always sets the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Is very nice. Um, I thought, um, it was. I don't know. It was just a very sweet show and I, I feel like I could feel how proud Sugar was of, yeah. you know you can tell that he really looks up to Sugar and like rap line in general like just their dedication and hard work like he was saying to um I, don't, I forget when it was beginning or end but how he kind of acknowledged like he felt like he slacked when they first went on the break Mm-hmm. and he felt like really bad about that and I was mm-hmm. I was surprised because I always thought of it as like he's so tired he, like he wants to relax and be normal for a second but mm-hmm. he looked at it as like him slacking so I thought that was interesting to hear yeah and I know like Sugar gave it was giving him some like really like good advice throughout like the entire interview and it was really cute to see him be like I've done this and now like like here's my advice and like now that you're doing this or have done this and I thought that was that was great too he was giving some just some really great advice to him throughout the interview what did he say that the last time cookie came on it was like his first time reaching like 200 million views or something oh it was like he uh, <laughs> like- it was it was 13 million it was 13 million I was like dang not cookie bringing in your audience (laughs) and then when Tay came in on this episode he was like yeah you could stay 20 million views (laughs) 
I mean, there's three members right there. So, I mean, hello, right. yeah. <laughs> gotta get up there. No, it's very nice. It really was. I do like how they also did like the little plays of the some of the different songs mm-hmm. on there. It was just very nice. And of course, it's been confirmed. They all like standing next to you. Right. So, yeah. That's just the song. That That's the one. Yep. I do wish that they would have I don't know how production happens but it seemed like they recorded this before yeah album dropped so Mm -hmm. I wish maybe it was like he was able to talk about more of his songs but it seemed like he couldn't really talk about more of his songs because he didn't know when the episode would drop so I think that was the only thing that was like yeah well I think I I was trying to figure out like when they filmed it and it was literally like a couple weeks before sugar left for yeah uh, military service so that was kind of like the only time they had to do it um makes sense so when he brought the cake in at the end and was like it was it was like a couple days past his birthday i was like oh okay so it was september and yeah sugar left it towards the end of september for service even so i feel like they could have allowed him to release more information and they could have purposefully scheduled it yeah to release after because I think like last week was Tay Man and Tay Man's album came out he can't his his show came out after his album oh really yeah so I feel like that that might be the I don't know that could just also be coincidental yeah but I feel like they they probably tried to do it after because the the traction of whomever comes on the show their album is out people are listening mm. to it so that's when they're like searching to go see the interviews and all of that stuff yeah well he mentioned one of the other songs i'm trying to remember which one it was he mentioned hate he, mentioned, he mentioned hate you didn't he oh maybe that he hate, you. Mentioned he mentioned hate, hate you in the apple music interview i know he did in that one but i was thinking he mentioned it in this one too because he was saying that he thought this was the that was one that he thought people were really gonna like and that was when he he did like maybe yeah maybe it was see now I'm confused it might have been both but I didn't realize that he recorded standing next to you before he did um was it seven no before he did 3d yeah because he said he did he did seven and then literally it was like the next day he yeah did standing next to you because it was the same producer that did seven I'm saying that right the same because he said that he was recording seven and mm-hmm. the guy that he was producing it with was like, oh, I have some other songs you want to listen to it. And he heard Stay Next to You and he's like, I went to that one. Um, and then so but he I'm went glad he did that. Day. I'm glad he did it that way because I don't think if 3D was like the, you know, the song that the single that was associated with the album, I don't think it would have gotten as much like hype as Standing Next to You just because of just how good the song is. So if they would have done like single with seven and a single with standing next to you and then released the album with 3D as his like music video and all that stuff. I don't think it would have went the way that it did for standing next to you being like the single that released his album. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing I thought was interesting from Suchita that Jungkook mentioned was that him and Jimin were apparently camping in the u.s yes. at some point then i know he went and explained it to sugar and it was like spoiler so right and then at the bottom it was like there was a little blurb that was like a jungkook and jimin like content coming soon or something Ooh. yes i remember that that's gonna be yeah. really good because i love them two together <laughs> yeah <laughs> the chaos that will ensue right something tells me that could come out a little bit later maybe like you know because i feel like they're they're trying to get every little content that they can like get out to us after <laughs> Oh, yeah. so yeah. I could see that happen coming a little bit later but for sure that would be exciting for sure and he also mentioned that he recorded a documentary which it yeah. seems like they all kind of I did talk about that yeah because mm-hmm. he because that was another thing like I know Sugar was giving him advice about even if you know you don't use all like the content it's like it's always a great thing to go back and reflect on and stuff and I just thought that that was really cute too so I was like so we might be getting a documentary and some Jimin and Jungkook content coming too so I feel like Jungkook providing content in a documentary theme or uh, what is it, template is good. Because after this mm-hmm. iTunes one, I was sold. I like him in that format. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. for sure. 
I know that he said he's a little awkward because he's like all the cameras are like on you like especially yep. as a solo he's like they're just there <laughs> but I'm sure it will be it'll be great though okay so we're gonna wrap that larger part of the segment here but we also wanted to include this last portion of our segment where we would give you some quick news and other things that you know we may not have been able to highlight in depth but we also felt was important to know so first jungkook became the first korean soloist to spend 12 weeks on the billboards 100 or, or billboards artists 100 list um he, v um, became the first k-pop soloist to spend seven consecutive weeks on billboards 200 list with his solo debut album layover um the korean business research institute has revealed this month's brand reputation rankings for male idol groups and bts is topping the list for the 66th consecutive month actually big pub because you know all my things up on that list so i'm eating personally but i'm super eating because there's number one so then we have V earned two separate circle certifications for his solo debut album with Layover. Now the circle chart was formerly the Guyon chart, which rebranded from a domestic to a global chart where they're collecting all K-pop associated data on a global scale. So we are now affecting how those charts are turning out. And um, this deal expands to many different platforms for data collection, but if you want to know more about it, go to Guyon or Circle Charts website and do some reading up on their certifications and, you know, what qualifies a person. But that's extremely impressive. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, we already knew Seven was certified platinum in the U.S. And lastly, not necessarily news, but a little bit of a hopeful if you were hoping to see Jungkook perform at the upcoming 2023 Mama Awards, there may still be some hope. So when asked about it, Mama said that they're still discussing the possibility of adding additional artists onto their performance roster. So maybe this could include him, maybe not. We shall see. But that would be kind of cool. It'd be different to see him, you know, performing at Mama, but... <laughs> I think it'd be dope. I know he was talking about how um, he wanted to do a world a world tour, but doesn't think he has enough songs. To yeah, do that. yeah. So this would be a yeah good. You know, do we still get that live performance? So. I was like, sweetie, if you want to just sing your lines and all the songs, I'll listen to it. You're right. I'll sing it with you. <laughs> well, actually, V and and uh, Sugar both said they felt like he had enough material. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. So, so maybe we'll see. And maybe hey, he just wants to add a little bit more. And you know, we'll take we'll take him. We'll take the songs. So now we're going to move on to our last segment of the night called You Know BTS, a segment where we test our BTS knowledge and you know do a little BTS trivia. So I'm going to give you the question and then I'll give you guys like multiple choice so you guys can think about it a little bit and just tell me uh, what you think the answer is. Okay. So first question, what is BTS's highest selling album of all time? A, B, B, Map of the Soul 7. I'm mad you did that. <laughs> C, love yourself answer, or D, wings? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's a hard one. You know, my my biased self almost said wings, but let me let me calm down. <laughs> right. Not your favorite <laughs> album. The highest selling I know, that's, album. What I'm, that's what I'm struggling with, because I'm going to say love yourself, but I'm like, that's just because it's my favorite. Right. Part <laughs> of me wants to say Map of the Soul. It's either Map of the Soul or B, but I think it's Map of the Soul 7. What do you think? Locking in final answer. Was that B? I'm going to say I'm locking in with Love Yourself answer. 
it was map of the soul seven so it's all you had it right thank you if you think about it like it makes sense because i think that's yeah. when they finally was like international completely mm -hmm. and like a lot of people just knew about them so mm -hmm. i agree yeah, I that agree. makes sense because yeah. that was like rolling off of the love yourself era which did extremely right. well yes. right and it was yes. like highly anticipated where it was sold out i remember i had to like thank god something said just pre-order this album girl mm -hmm. yep. get, it. get it now because people were waiting right and then they start selling i don't know when they started selling in like target too but i feel like that was around that time right yeah so um okay next question what was the name of their first variety show i didn't know this one a run bts b bts bon voyage c Rookie King, Channel Bangtang, or D, Burn the Stage, the movie. First variety show. I don't know why. I'm thinking like, I thought it was like BTS Bomb or something like that, but I guess it maybe C. I don't know. Because no, I, I feel like Bon Voyage was not the first one. No, bon was, was, yes. was the travel. So it was right. And I don't think Run BTS was the first one because there was something, no. it was like BTS bomb or maybe it had bangtan in the name so i'm yeah i'm gonna say c i don't even remember what c was but that's my answer <laughs> yeah so it was c yes. King channel was, yeah. bang tong. Yeah. and it's so cute if you google like google it or youtube it it's like mm -hmm. all of them when they're in like that um debut phase of like their looks <laughs> trying to be like <laughs> <laughs> gangster rappers it's so hilarious oh my goodness all right next question what does army stand for a adorable representation or representative sorry mc for youth b adorable representative mk for you c amazing representative mb for youth or d amazing representative ml for you what was the first a. yeah a Can was adorable I, representative mc for youth i think it's that one yeah okay yep yeah. it is a Adorable, adorable representative MC for youth, which I have no idea. Anybody have like the background of that? Because that mm -hmm. was I'm trying to remember. I think it was, I want to say it was Namjoon who came up with that name. Really? But I don't remember. So yeah. Well, listeners, please uh, let us know. Oh, <laughs> hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag BTS Army Stories um, on our podcast um, website or uh, Instagram or Twitter you can definitely use that hashtag and let us know what your thoughts are okay so next question is which music awards was the first time BTS debuted in the United States was it a the Billboard Music Awards b the Oscars c the Asian Artist Awards or D, the American Music Awards? A part of me wants to say it was D, but the other part of me thinks it might have been Billboard. Yeah, it hardly too. feels like it was American during, oh shoot, I don't know. I'm going to go with American Music Awards. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go with Tay on that one. That's first instinct. Yeah, you guys are correct. So D, Ooh. American Music Awards. Yeah. All right. Next question. What is the name of the sauces from the recent BTS McDonald's meal that everyone and their mom tried to get? Was it A, sweet and sour and tangy barbecue? B, sweet chili and Cajun? C, honey mustard and creamy ranch? Or D, spicy buffalo and sweet chili? Is it the sweet chili and Cajun? I was going to go with the first one, the sweet and sour one. 
Oh, that's I think it's sweet chili. I'm gonna go with sweet chili and Cajun. Tay, you going with sweet and sour? Yeah, I'm going with the first one. Sweet and sour and tangy barbecue tie. Yep. All right. Well, it was B. So Tola, you were correct. Sweet chili and Cajun. Yeah. Now everyone yeah, like I think tries to sell those. Like people bought them up and like, still trying to sell them. <laughs> they don't <laughs> they really try to like expired now. <laughs> it's so I'm funny. assuming they probably just try to like display them. Be like, okay. Right. For display. Or even yeah. the bags when the bags had like the purple on it or whatever. People oh, yeah. sell those. I thought you were talking about actual sauces. No, the sauces. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, the oh. sauces, but yeah, just uh, okay. So well y'all just be careful. Don't be cracking that open. Yes. Cool. Yeah, I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question. Which charity did BTS partner up with and donated over one million US dollars to? A UNICEF. B Pencils of Promise. C A L S A C, which is I'm assuming LSAC, or D Unbound. It's going to have to be UNICEF for me. Yeah, UNICEF. Yeah, definitely. UNICEF. I was going to stop you right there, but I said, let me just let it go ahead. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, I already know the answer. I honestly, I, I don't know what ALSAC is. <laughs> I've never, I don't think, heard of that one. But yeah, it was UNICEF. Okay. Which BTS music video was the first to reach 100 million views on YouTube? Fire? Oh, sorry. A, blood, sweat, and tears. Ooh. E, butter, smooth, flat butter. C, mic drop. Or D, dope. It might have been doper, um, blood, sweat, and tears, but I'm going to go ahead and give it to blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, I'm going to have to say blood, sweat, and tears as well. And then dope. I think dope came after. It was D, dope. What? Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dope was good, though. I'm not going to lie. I'm not surprised, but I am surprised. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Which BTS song led them to their first ever win? A, No More Dream. B, War of Hormone. C, Dynamite. Or D, I need you, girl. It's D. It's D. I need you. It's D. It's D. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I had to sing it, but I just, every time I see that title, I have to sing it. I was it. waiting for you to say that one, too. <laughs> yes, it is D. I need you, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, two more. Mm-hmm. What was the first official song bts dedicated to their fans this is a good one a no more dream b still wishing for better days c two three or d save me i'm gonna go with two three i honestly thought it was pipe piper <laughs> <laughs> Also a good one. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say save me. So it's actually C, two, three. And I remember doing, um, hearing an uh, interview about it. Like mm-hmm. I guess it was going through a hard time and BTS was going through a hard time. And apparently that's when they were like, you know, this is our song to you. Song to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so you Tay, I think you got that one right. Yes. All right. Last question. Which of the following members dreamed of becoming a professional tennis player when he was in elementary school? A, J-Hope. B, Sugar Bear. C, Jim and She. Or D, Cookie. I don't know. It's given J-Hope thoughts. I don't I know. Definitely why. say J-Hope. <laughs> yes. A, J-Hope. <laughs> 
I remember they had that like run BTS episode of them playing yes. tennis. Everyone kept calling him the ace, and he's like, I haven't played in like 10 years, guys. Yes. Well, and I know like in several different interviews, he talked about how it was like they asked him, like, if you weren't a member of BTS, what were you going to be? He's, he does say tennis player. He said he got bronze out of three teams. <laughs> Hilarious. And I don't see Sugar wanting to be a tennis player. Right. Really. Sugar wants to be a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and Tay will carry him around. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Well, that wraps up that segment. Um, please submit any questions you would like us to do trivia with at the hashtag BTS Army Stories. We would love to um, receive your questions. we would love to share your hashtag BTS Army Stories PPY or answer any questions you may have for us. You can submit these stories via Twitter at PPY underscore podcast or via Gmail at BTS Party Party Yeah and Co at gmail.com. That's BTS Party Party Yeah A-N-D-C-O at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode, and we look forward to growing with each and every one of you. Just so you know, make sure to reach out to us on social media. You can also find us on Instagram at ppy underscore podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.